want to listen to some jaws about bike tours and never mind, please feel free to join. Sit there, you'll be out. If you can hear me from there, that's fine. I'll jump up on the um, pedestal. Huh? Can you hear me? Yeah. And we're, we're actually recording this live for our friends in um, other places of the world. So I've, I've, I've made notes. I've never made notes before in my life, so things have changed. Things are on the upper end here. I normally just, no, yeah, I don't have a job or a shop. No, I have a life, so. Uh, <laughs> so welcome, everyone. Thanks for coming. Just want to shout out to the box office, and um, Mark's not here, the owner, but awesome. They, we've done this here before, and they're just, so they can't recommend the box office enough. Coffee's the best in, probably the best in, Definitely the best in Geelong, if not Victoria. Um, Frankie is here. She's my right-hand woman. Um, she's done all our tours and she, nothing happens without Frankie, so feel free to talk to her about anything um, if you're not comfortable with me because, you know, I'm so aggressive and boisterous. But um, I thought I've been writing this. The reason I've got notes, actually, is because um, our web builder said, we want to put a blog site on your website. Can you write some blog posts? And I went, oh, fuck, righto, yesterday. So I was like, blah, 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 blah. I'll just write about what's happened over the last few months, last few years, and where we're going. And then I thought, well, that will be perfect to talk tonight. So, you know, um, you might remember us. Some of you will remember us from before 2020. We had a big shop down the road. Lots of, we had a Royal Enfield dealership, workshop, all that sort of stuff. So after a short hiatus, Nevermind Adventure is now back. You may have noticed that we experienced some challenges during the uh, pandemic. Back at the start of 2020, we seemed to be really kicking some goals with our unique business model, mixing retail with our style of adventure travel. We had a large fleet of Royal Enfield motorcycles, we had a, motor, a Royal Enfield dealership, a great workshop, massive showroom with all the coolest riding gear and a funky travel desk where Georgia, you sit down with Georgia and book the adventure of a lifetime. For me, this was a dream manifested into reality, something I had visualised and worked toward for more than a decade. The business was growing and all seemed to be moving along in the, in the right direction. We were booking out motorcycle tours, travelling all over Asia, Australia, South America and planning all sorts of new adventures. There were no limits. Without going into detail, lockdowns couldn't have come at a worse time for us, having only recently started the motorcycle dealership, moved into a big showroom, put us in a tight position without being able to operate our travel business. We were unable to trade our way through the extended lockdowns and more devastating for us, the travel restrictions and the flow-on effects. Essentially, we went from a phase of growth and building to trying to plug the holes in the damn wall with never knowing what was coming around the corner. And it sort of reminds me of, you know, that old cliche of the, the guy riding in Netherlands on his bike and the floods are coming in, he's putting his finger in the little holes and you, you're doing that all the time. And at some point, the wall breaks, you know. So that's what it felt like to us. And um, so, yeah... Um, Essentially, we went from a phase of growth building. We, had, we held on as long as we could, and perhaps in hindsight, we should have closed the entire operation sooner and popped back up in 2022-23. Looking back, probably should have done that. Just shut the doors, walked away, went and got a job picking oranges up in the river. And, but you don't know. I was like, oh, it's only going to be two or three months, you know, but 
It was two years. You know, and we all know that, and we all, we all copped one. However, in a desperate last-ditch attempt to try and survive the pandemic lockdowns, we bought in a financial partner who screwed us over, sold the business from under our feet and did a runner interstate, leaving us with a bunch of debt and mess to clean up, but no business or means of generating an income. Lesson learnt, some people are just assholes. Some people are just gullible. Me. After a few months of wandering lost, I went up to Boundary Bend near Robinvale on the Murray River and found a job picking oranges. I had a free campsite on the farm, so I set up my Aldi tent and went to work in the summer heat. That was a tough gig, but a real turning point. I think Luke will know what I'm talking about. He's from Mildura. Fucking hot up there. Hard work, sunshine, fresh air and solitude. I was the only, only picker up there as there were no backpackers around because of the lockdowns. But while I was up there a couple of months, I soon landed a construction gig back home in Geelong. Lucky for me, I've got some qualifications and they needed my skills and experience here for a project. And so I got a call up, um, got my green ticks, my, uh, those things, so that I could go to work, went home and set myself up. I worked nearly three years trying to pull my life together and put some money away so that I could repay business debts from the past and more importantly, run all the tours for my customers that they couldn't do due to the pandemic. As fate would have it, it all happened faster than I could have imagined. Soon I had a full contingent heading to Sri Lanka at my expense for some of them as repayment for the tours they missed. I was somehow find, I, I somehow found ways to run these for people out of my own wages. Then there was a return to the Himalayas, Sri Lanka, Indonesia, and here we are in 2024 back in full swing, new website, Frankie's back, and a lot of you guys are coming with us this year. We're not completely out of the woods, but the majority of people who missed out on their trips they had paid for during the pandemic have now been or are booked on a tour or the others I'm working on a solution with. So good outcome. I think it's a good news story. Works well for us in the long run, you know. So Chris is one of them, you know, missed out on his trip, then come did Sri Lanka and you were wrapped. Um, interestingly... This has not been enough for some, <laughs> and I've accepted that there are going to be some people that no matter what you offer, it's just not enough. You can't please everybody. It's a waste of energy and resources trying. At the end of the day, they're missing out on having a lot of fun with us. Not saying we're the best or even better than any other tour company. That's for you guys to decide. But they miss out on becoming part of the incredible story of never mind. Um, the best bit about all of this is the lessons learned. We're a motorcycle tour company, nothing else. This brings incredible focus, no distractions. We have a small team. There's only three of us, me, Frankie and Bob, and we're incredibly robust, pandemic-proof, recession-proof, and we're doing everything slowly and carefully. It happens again. All we need to do is put it off for a year or two. We've got no leases. We've got no expenses. It's all good. You know, we've learnt that can happen. Couldn't have picked it before, so we're still based out of Geelong, but choose not to have a shop or office leases and all work from home offices and remotely, and we'll be doing this kind of stuff instead. This keeps costs down and ensures a better value experience for you and a more robust business model. Why Geelong? Why are we in Geelong? I'm sure a lot of you ask the same question. Why do I live in Geelong? Lots of reasons. It's my home. It's where it all started. Family. But despite a grungy reputation... It's comfortable, convenient, and obviously pulls my heartstrings. And it's a great place to operate from. We're located on the Great Ocean Road. 
Oh. We have the ferry to Tassie, the spirits here, and within one hour to Melbourne International Airport with good connections to anywhere in the world, pretty much daily. We also have Avalon just a few minutes up the road, domestic connections, and it's soon going to have international connections. So it's a, it's a very good location for a business like us. Growing up in Geelong, with its mix of city and country life, so you guys are going to grow up, that grew up in Geelong will, will get this. I like to say Geelong's a bit like if Bruce Springsteen had a love child with John Mellencamp. An eclectic mix of heavy industrial blue-collar manufacturing roots with a globally significant agricultural history. A mix of refineries, smelters and car manufacturing, sheep farms, poultry, forestry, woolen mills and fishing. Personally, I found this, uh, this history and culture to be incredibly helpful and growing up here gives us the ability and desire to pretty much interact and build a rapport with anyone from any background. It's been perfect training ground for an adventure motorcycle tour company. So for now, this is where we stay. I need to drink. I'm getting emotional. I'm emotional, yeah. Yeah, passion. I need a breath. I need a sip. This, this, is, this is good. I didn't feel I wrote it. I'm enjoying this. Where can you find us? If you'd like to meet myself or our tour leaders prior to booking a tour, just reach out. We're constantly organising information evenings, well, we will be, around the country. And if you would like to come, if you'd like us to come to you and think there might be interest, then let us know. We'll come and party with you in your town. There's also the option to come to us. We've got bikes and Great Ocean Road and be happy to host you on an introductory ride to discuss your tour of interest. So what we'll do for you guys if you want, I've got a few bikes, Himalayans and that. If you ever want to just like, I just want to go out and have a chat to you guys, see what it's all about, just hit us up. We'll go for a ride, a couple of hours down the Polar Bay or something, have a coffee and talk about the trip. Our current plan is to try and remain as mobile as possible, but very accessible to everyone. And of course, there's always the boring old telephone and email, which we can be contacted at all times. So I think I was, I think I was talking to you, was I? We, well, about the, you know, you get tour companies from all over the world and they pop up in your news feed and that. Like, well, you know, they're in the UK or France or India. Or, we're here. You know, I'm like, we're all the same price doing the same thing. You know, you can come and talk to us and I think that's, what we've got that they haven't got and it's like I'm not trying to compete with anyone but you know fuck off <laughs> so yeah you know and um you know that's that's about all I've got to say about the past and you know, I'll run through the tours just quickly and it's something you're particularly interested in come and grab me I mean I'll point out John he's the only one here who's sort of done the Himalayas um sort of four or five years ago. So John's got to scoot off soon, but if you want to talk about the Himalayas, come and grab one of us and have a chat. But, you know, John's here just to come and say day. I'm not paying. He's not trying to sell anything. So that's awesome. So I love you. And I don't want to throw you under the bus, but, you know, you've done Rajasthan, South India, Himalayas, coming to Ireland. Yeah, South, yeah, South India. So he's been around, been around a long time, so... And yeah, like I said, come to Ireland. So um, it's a good, good place to get information from. You've got um, Chris, Rajasthan. Chris has been in Rajasthan, just come back from Sri Lanka. So, you know, you guys have been talking about Sri Lanka. Talk to Chris. We had so much fun in Sri Lanka. It's ridiculous. Most fun you could, more fun than you can have with your pants off. But um, so. It's probably, you know, I don't want to go into too much detail with the rides, but, you know, you can see them up here. Himalayas, July and August, best time of year to do it. 
It's summer over there. You, you, if you like a bit of rough and tumble, those two rides are great. Rajasthan's a little bit easier going. If you want to experience India, the real bloody India, you know, the, the curries, the culture, the colour, the Thar Desert, the Silk Route, Rajasthan. Like, that's, the, that's what comes into my mind when I think of Rajasthan. And I, that's where, that was our first tour, actually, Rajasthan, where we first started. Himalayas, I don't have to tell you what the Himalayas are. You know, everything you think they are, that's what they are. It's not overly challenging. If you can ride a dirt road, you can ride the Himalayas. Um, where else are we going? Vietnam. Vietnam. The first trip back to Vietnam in February. Um, has anyone here done Vietnam? No. no, he's doing Vietnam. Yeah, he's coming in February. I think I'm the only one here who's done Vietnam, but it's similar to the Himalayas in that there's a lot of mountains. It's all mountains, so it's in the north of Vietnam, mountains, jungles. Bit of cold in the the highest the higher higher areas, but you know the food. You know, everyone loves. Who doesn't love Vietnamese food? The people are just beautiful, gentle people, and twisty roads. Good quality twisty roads. What we do there, if the people, for the guys who want to ride a bit of dirt, we'll scoot off sometimes, do a bit of dirt. For the guys who don't, we'll go on. There's always another way around. Vietnam's incredible like that, so we can we can keep everyone happy. So it's good. Uh, Indonesia's a new one, which I just mapped out about a month ago. Five islands from, we fly to Bali and we go to Lombok, Sumbawa, Komodo, Flores. And I didn't know what to expect because it's, I thought, ah, oh, no one's, it's, it's out of this world. You know, um, you know, swimming with whale sharks, getting up close with the Komodo dragons, um, volcanoes, you know, it's just unreal, you know, like it's, 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 it blew my mind, you know, and I've, do a lot of this stuff. I'm like, this is. If I didn't like it, I wouldn't be offering it. I was like, yeah, this is this is a good one. Um, it's a bit of a hard sell because I think a lot of Aussies will go, oh Bali, you know, they got that. It's not that. It's not that. Yeah, it's it's probably one of our wildest rides, and it's right on our doorstep, you know. And you do need to know where you're going there. Once you get off Bali and Lombok, it gets very rugged, you know. Like, um, so for the more adventurous, that's the one I'll be getting on. What have I missed? <laughs> you can you, yeah you, you, you can uh, I don't care like you know me Chris you, you ride in what you want to ride in I don't if you don't wear a helmet but when you fuck yourself up and your brains are all over the road and your wife is blaming me I'll go I told him I'll make you sign his helmet I to, I'll video it I told him put his helmet on T-shirt, that, that T-shirt's all right. Never mind t If it's a never mind T-shirt, it's fine. They're Kevlar, but they're they're um they're blessed. So you know, like you don't need the armor and all that. So, and if you got the tattoo, you don't even need to wear a shirt. So um, I got this in Sri Lanka on the trip that I went on with Chris actually, and so I was like, it's happening, huh? Yeah, there's about twenty of these out there. So which I find funny because I like it took me 10 years to get one Patagonia is the pinnacle of motorcycling yeah it's a bit more expensive but you know to ride through the Andes Mountains Chile and Argentina crisscrossing all the way through on a Royal Enfield you know what could be better really you know you've got Himalayas you've got deserts you've got incredible food tango dancing in Buenos Aires you've got everything the Food there, the beef. You like steaks and you like red wine. You probably won't come home. <laughs> you know, 
but the riding's sensational as well. So, but uh, yeah, it's 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 one of those ones. It's a long way to go. The flights aren't cheap. The ride's not cheap. But it's you have to do it. Just do it. You know, it's not difficult. It's not a hard ride. Like I would probably put it up there with maybe Rajasthan. Not 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 Himalayas tough, but maybe you know out of five, probably a three. It's not 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 a tough ride, but um, but it's incredible. You know, there's a little bit of altitude and that, but not like Himalayas. So, where else are we going? Ireland. We haven't been yet. So when we went and did, uh, well, Kev was there. We Sri Lanka as our first tour back after the pandemic, and we we did a trip around Sri Lanka. Um, we got talking about Ireland for some reason, like, and uh, I was like, I'd love. I've never been. So I started, got home, and for the last twelve months, I've been mapping out this amazing, incredible island ride. So we're doing our first one in May. So it's a t- two weeks, 10-day ride pretty much, and then we go over to the Isle of Man for the TT. So um, it's our first way. Oh, it's going to be unreal. My wife's not listening, I hope, because she can't come, and she's, it's a bit of friction about that, but um, someone's got to take a bullet, so I'll, I'll take the bullet and go. And, you know. But it's going to be good. So um, we are going to, well, I've got dates set for 2025, so if it interests you, you can book it. Um, if it starts booking up, I'll run it. You know, like if people are interested. Yeah, it's going to be unreal. Like it's, yeah, it's not. It's more like I had no idea. Like I, because I've been, I've had my head in it for a year. I know what's now. I'm like, it's going to be good. So um, again, it's pricey, but the flights aren't too bad. Like fifteen hundred bucks return, twelve hundred bucks return. It's not, not, it's not like South America where it's three flights. You fly from Melbourne. To like Middle East, Dubai, with Eddie had then on to Dublin, so or Singapore on to Dublin, so it's it's actually not a bad connection, so it's good. Um, that's pretty much our ride. So you know, like I said, I can't talk about Ireland much. You'll have to wait and see. That's May, and just what, follow us on Facebook. Get on our email list. If I can't, I can't emphasize enough. Get on our email list and don't unsubscribe when I sound weird. <laughs> Just, just delete it, and I'll like you know, because I, I get experimental. If I, if I, um, if I tell you to lick your balls, just ignore it, you know. Like, um, I will. The, the other thing I will put out there is like, um, so you know, we've copped a bit of heat because of COVID and that, and we, I, I think we've done pretty well personally. But you know, I put this event on Facebook, and someone commented this morning, and I, I'm just going to call them out on it, Tim and Kate. Kate, you should head along and see if they're giving credits for the money and the money bags emojo they stole three years back. Still blaming COVID, I guess. Tim, oh dear, that isn't good press. And I'm like, I woke up to that this morning. I go, everyone I've offered to do a trip with us, you know, I'm like, well, I don't have to do this. Like, I'm doing it to do the right thing, right? Out of my pocket. I didn't walk away from that business with anything. So I just... You know, I get that from time to time and I thought I'm going to break it down and see what's really going on because nothing's been lost. You know, they paid $995 for a three-day Tasmanian trip, which was run but they hadn't booked the date and then COVID hit and we kept postponing, postponing, postponing. We couldn't run it and now I'm saying, well, you can have your $995 to use towards another trip, what we're doing. You know, I don't have trips in Tassie at the moment, not yet, you know. Or you can wait, you know. So 
But if you had taken the trip, you still wouldn't have the $995. You know what I mean? You just hadn't had the experience. So you're actually not, you know, so when I look at it, I go, you're actually not financially any worse off. You just haven't had the experience. So I'm like, so what are we actually looking at here? You know, and I've tried to understand this and I'll put myself in their shoes and I go, well, I'm disappointed. So they're disappointed. They, they had their hopes up they're going to do this amazingly incredible ride around Tassie and they didn't get to do it. And I understand that. So um, I wrote back to them and just said, look, you know, we're, we're happy to honour that, but it, it won't be Tassie at this stage, but if you want to come to Sri Lanka or something, we're happy to, to do that, you know. Um, it's all we can do, you know. You can't, I can't do any more than that, but it, it does happen. So you will see stuff like that about us around from time to time, but just know that we're doing our best, you know. like It's, it's like I've gone and worked for the last three years to be able to get to this point, you know. So And now it's got to fund off its own steam. So... Um, yeah, I just thought it was interesting and I thought, I spoke to Frankie about it, I didn't get upset about it, I was just like, it's, I, I just want to understand where that's coming from, I'm going to share that with everyone, because it is kind of funny, I think, you know, like, you got to see the funny side of it, you know, it's 900 bucks, there's plenty of 900 bucks out there, you know, like, why get upset about it, you know? No, no response, and I, they, I told them, I said, please come and join us, have a chat, you know. Yeah, I looked them up. That's how I know it was 900 bucks. So I looked them up on the old database. So, um, yeah, I, I got my trip. Why don't you just go and take your trip? You know, but there's no. If you hear that sort of shit, just know that I'm trying to do the right thing and tell people to come and talk to me. There's not many left that haven't, but. Um, and there's a lesson, I think there's a lesson here for all of us. I wrote this today when we were, when we were gearing up. I don't fully understand, but there's a lesson here, and I think it's about thinking more abundantly. If I give you one dollar, then I have, then I've not actually lost one dollar, nor have you gained a dollar at my expense. The one dollar is still out there in circulation and will likely make its way back to me at some point in time. And it probably will be more like two dollars or even more than that. This is how I believe we need to start thinking. <laughs> Therein lies the lesson. <laughs> That's the riddle. I'll leave you with this. If I buy a $50 lotto ticket for the 10 million jackpot on the weekend and I don't win, what have I lost? What have I gained? What did I actually purchase? Never mind the noise. Chase the adventure.